as the central bank continues to step in to tackle inflation. There will be people whose mortgage payments will rise. Business will no longer be booming in the same way it has been since we left our homes after the COVID lockdowns and went back out into the world. Our unemployment rate will no longer be at its record low. Sobering words from the finance minister, Krista Freeland, saying that it's going to be tough. And I think we've all known that, but at the same time, just to hear it and hear the numbers that come with it, a little bit jarring. But sometimes it's great to kind of delve into those words and see what's there. So that's why we go and get our millennial money expert, our More Money podcast host, our accredited financial counselor from Canada, Jessica Morehouse. Jessica, good evening. Should I be concerned right now? I mean, after hearing that clip, I think I, I you know, my heart skipped a beat. I'm a bit concerned. I think, I think it's natural for us to all be a little concerned about what's going to happen. Though, I don't think it's helpful to just focus on all of the negatives. Um, there's, there's still things that we can do. Uh, there's a lot of things that are obviously beyond our control as individual Canadians, but there's, there's still stuff that we can do to lessen the, the overall impact and financial struggle that, you know, yeah, it is going to be tough. I, I think it's, it's, we've got to be realist during this uh, period of time. So we hear Canada's inflation falling to 6.9% in September. I guess that's a little bit of a silver lining, but yet grocery prices continue to mm. rise. Jessica, what am I missing here? They sure did. They sure did. My husband just went to the grocery store today and he's like, you wouldn't believe the cost for a bag of salad these days. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there's some good news, you know, that, yeah, inflation, we saw a little bit of a dip. That's great. But in, in certain categories like food and, you know, things like health, personal care, clothing and footwear, we haven't quite seen that same drop compared to other categories like we've seen gasoline go down um, and energy go down, which is good. So, so there's some good things. There's some bad things. Um, I, I, I can't really, you know, I think part of the reason uh, that I have been seeing uh, for food prices uh, continuing to, to rise uh, at these levels is because the Canadian dollar is, uh, you know, not so strong and we do import a lot of things. So there, there are some kind of bigger aspects that are affecting it. I think a lot of people, though, want someone to blame. And so I do see a lot of chatter online of, oh, the grocery stores, they're just profiting. And you know what? There's probably a little bit of that. So we have, you know, seen recently, there's, you know, um, chains like Wabla saying that they're going to kind of hit pause and freeze some of their uh, pricing for some of their kind of store brands. And I hope, I hope that other grocery stores will follow suit because, you know, people are hurting right now. Like, it is expensive across the board but especially it can i think really cause people that financial anxiety when you see prices rise on those things that are essentials to live to survive such as food i will never slap a hand that's got a dollar in it but let's talk about the fact that um this week the liberals are talking or are really trying to promote the gst tax credit it just mm -hmm. became law on tuesday it's going to help some of the most vulnerable canadians across this country um, talk to me about what that lump sum payment might look like and if that is truly relief or if that's just a, a positioning move from the government. Well, yeah, I, I think <laughs> uh, I've got to agree with your, your, your statement there. It's, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people will be 
so grateful for that lump sum coming their ways. Uh, it will help you know, seniors, low-income families, but it's not that much. Like it won't really, co- you know, depending on where you live, it probably won't cover your rent. It could be, you know, I think they the number that uh, I've been seeing around is like $500. That's not going to do a heck of a lot, but hey, you know, it will do something. Um, but again, it's, it's a bit of a, a Band-Aid. I think it's a, a bit of a, hey, we're doing something, so don't say we didn't do nothing. But it's not necessarily going to do much, is it? And they also, you know, explain that we can't give it to everybody. We can't give more because if we we do a little bit too much, then it will have a negative impact on inflation, which they don't want to do. So, you know, hey, I'm all for it. This is this will help some people, but it really ultimately isn't going to make waves in my mind. She is Jessica Morehouse, host of the More Money podcast, our millennial money expert. Jessica, let's talk about saving. I was mentioning this last segment mm-hmm. about my daughter and how do I approach her as she's just, you know, ending her teenage years and getting ready for real world stuff. Uh, things like saving and how do you save in this day and age and how much do you save in this day and age? I, I, I need some help with this one. Oh, oh, I can help you. Um <laughs> So the best way to kind of wrap your head around saving and actually feel motivated and excited to save as opposed to spending your money, because we all get that high after we spend our money on something, you need to figure out a way to get that same excited feeling when you put your money into savings. And the best way to do that is to first uh, really outline why are you saving? What are your specific goals? If you're just putting money into a savings account because you feel like you're supposed to save, but there's no real purpose, you're not going to do it or you're going to drop off and you're going to spend it. So you really got, really got to get clear on why are you saving? Oh, it's for my future. It's for my retirement. It's because I want to buy a car in the future. It's what have you. Get really specific. Um, and then also what I've been doing for years and years and years is uh, getting into the habit, and this may be a hard sell, but getting into the habit of tracking your net worth every single month. There's one great thing that I, I, I read recently uh, that's uh, you know making decisions based off, is this going to improve my net worth or is this going to hurt my net worth? And when you actually track that number and you see your net worth grow, which means you're wealthier now compared to a month ago or a year ago, that is going to be that extra motivation to be like, oh, hey, well, this works. Me, you know, having a budget and tracking things and being responsible with my money, it makes me, this is great. I'm much wealthier now than I was before. If you don't track that, there's no evidence. You'll immediately forget where your money went. You won't have that same kind of uh, sense of, well, I'm going to make decisions that I know will improve my net worth even more next month. So those are some key things I would make a suggestion, though. Uh, you know, if she needs any tips, she can always call me. <laughs> well, I appreciate being so open and honest. And chances are you will. If you uh, if you see a call later, she's usually old by about 10. Uh, Jessica, <laughs> let me ask you about uh, the, the other thing that I have trouble in conveying is the difference between saving and investing. Uh, because mm-hmm. right now there's a lot of information out there on social media about how you can get rich quick. You know, you got to buy yeah. at the right time. There's Bitcoin, there's Dogecoin. What do you say oh, to God. the younger generation about, you know, the difference between the two and, and where the pitfalls may yeah. be? Well, well, I guess really if you want to get, you know, specific saving, investing, saving means you're putting cash in a savings account or in something liquid like a GIC or a money market fund. It's going to be liquid. You're going to, it's really the purpose is to, to use it in the near future, such as like you want your emergency fund in cash or your travel fund in cash. Investing is really more for longer term goals. That could be saving up for a down payment for a home because you can't do that in cash anymore. It's going to take you a while to save up that down payment or retirement, you know, decades into the future. You need to invest that money into a portfolio 
that has a mix of, you know, uh, you know, different kind of uh, asset types, stocks, bonds, you know, real estate, things like that. Things like NFTs and crypto, I'm not a big fan of. I do not love, and I have tested it out myself just to see what was going on, and I did, you know, experience uh, some of the consequences of that. Don't worry, I did not invest that much money. It was just more trial and error for me. So I would say it's really, uh, again, getting really specific on why do you want to, you know, invest? What do you need that money to grow for? And then, you know, taking some time, maybe working with a professional to see how can I actually grow my money? But Gosh, if she is just finishing school, that's the best time to start investing, right? The the best advice is, uh, you know, start as soon as possible. The best thing you can do is start right away. Yeah, I, I'm so glad we've had this conversation. I'm definitely going to clip this interview, take it home with me, and be better for it. She needs that wealth building blueprint, and I'm uh, I'm glad that we had it. I know I too do my homework, but anyways, you Jessica, sure I will direct. <laughs> I will direct people to your website more than anything. I really appreciate your expertise on this and uh, I'm better for it. So please stop by again. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Jessica Morehouse. You can, uh, you know what? Her website is worth investigating. I should say investigating. That's too firm. Uh, Visiting Jessica Morehouse, M-O-O-R, house.com and find out how you can learn more about your investing, your saving and just using your money smart in a very, very tough time right now for Canadians. So that is my gift to you. I'm Rob Fay. This is On Point.